Hello, everyone, and welcome to the top 10 cups of tea for this week of March 1st. Oh, my gosh, we're in March, guys. Uh, This is Pop Therapy, and I am your host, Jenny Sue. And let's get right into that scalding hot tea. Uh, We're going to have quite a bit of Bachelor news this week, but we're going to start off with the first cup of tea about Chad Johnson. And he was the villain in JoJo's season of The Bachelorette from a few years ago. Well, uh, this past week, his current girlfriend released these videos of her um, seemingly scared of him. Uh, She had uh, locked him out of the apartment and he was banging on the door and later he was arrested for um, a domestic disturbance and uh, supposedly trying to rob someone. It's been a whole big mess. Well, since then, it seems Chad's not doing so well and there were two wellness calls placed to his house or wherever his home is right now in the San Fernando Valley out in LA and the second time he was actually taken to the hospital under a suicide threat. Uh, So best wishes to Chad Johnson, you know, He's definitely been a bit of a bully in the past to people in Bachelor Nation and uh, those, you know, having to uh, having an interest in Bachelor Nation. But I wouldn't wish anything like this on anyone. So hope he gets better quickly. Um, on a lighter note, uh, JJ Lane, our second cup of tea uh, from Caitlin's season of The Bachelorette, personally one of my favorite seasons. Um, he recently, this past weekend, married a woman named Kayla Hughes. Um, he was there uh, alongside was ten. Tanner and Jared, two of his, uh, I guess, competitors from Caitlyn's season, both of whom have married bachelor women, um, Jade being Tanner's wife and Ashley Iconetti being Jared's wife. So it was a nice little bachelor reunion. Um, JJ was also on a season uh, of Bachelor in Paradise, and he's definitely has ups and downs in the franchise. So it's nice to see that he married a, a non-bachelor affiliated person. Our next cup of tea has to do with the man, Steven Spielberg. His daughter, um, last week it was revealed that she is an aspiring adult entertainer. Okay, don't knock her. Gotta uh, empower women. Well, this week she was arrested for domestic violence against her fiancé, uh, Chuck. Uh, he's quite a bit older, too. She's in her 20s. He's in, her, in his 40s. He later said that it was all a misunderstanding, but she was arrested and booked on a domestic uh, violence charge. Uh, I hope that Stephen is able to help her out because it's got to be rough to uh, have people talking about you in this way, right? And not for your movies. Our next cup of tea has to do with Oprah. Oprah. Oprah is currently on her uh, 2020 vision tour. So she's touring the country. She's giving these amazing speeches. I've known a few people who have gone to them and they said it was life changing. Well, after she was talking about at one of her recent uh, performances, I guess you would call it, uh, she was talking about having a well-balanced life and then she fell on stage, like completely ate it. Uh, (laughs) uh, She was able to laugh about it, as was the audience, and her uh, lifetime beau, uh, Stedman, he helped her up. So best of luck there to Oprah. Hope you're able to keep your balance at uh, all your future shows. Lady Gaga, she is back in the news. Um, She has a new song out. It is called Stupid Love. Um, And with her track record with uh, her men, I can understand her saying Stupid Love, right? We talked a couple weeks ago about you know, her broken engagements and her different relationships and her supposedly being a factor in Bradley Cooper's um, breakup with Arena, allegedly. Um, So she's got a new song, Stupid Love. She is back. She is at it. She definitely has been keeping a low profile um, 
ever since uh, last year when she had her big um, moment with her uh, A Star Is Born. So best of luck to Lady Gaga. I hope your uh, new song lives up to the hype because people are hyped, let me tell you. All right, our next cup of tea, America Ferrera. Um, some of you may know her as Ugly Betty, but those of you who have been watching Superstore for the past five years, you know her from there. And unfortunately, she is leaving. Um, she is currently expecting her second child with her husband, Ryan. And she announced this week that she is leaving Superstore after uh, this season. So very, very um, happy for her to be moving in this new direction. Not only did she star in Superstore, Superstore, uh, but she's also directed a few episodes and she's done a lot behind the scenes. So it's definitely a big step to move away from a show like that. Our next cup of tea has to do with the Netflix phenom Love is Blind. Now, if you are not caught up and haven't watched this, please uh, skip ahead about 30 seconds or so because I am going to talk about the finale. Um, Netflix did something different with this show. So as those of you who have used Netflix, usually they put out a whole season at once, right? All the shows that they've come out with, they give the entire season. People usually binge watch it within a day and that's it. Love is Blind, a reality dating competition show, they didn't do that. They were actually releasing new episodes each week for quite a few weeks. So this was very an interesting tactic on Netflix's part. Um, I think it's something that they're maybe going to toy with in the future. Uh, but this is the part to skip if you don't want spoilers. Okay, starting now, guys. Um, so the finale uh, happened and they did a reunion. The couples that are still together, Cameron and Lauren, they did get married, as well as Mike and Amber. The other couples, Jessica left Mark Anthony at the altar. Kelly was not feeling it with Kenny and she ended it. And Damien sent G Giannina um, off in tears on their wedding day. So that is where Love is Blind left off. Um, I could definitely see it coming back for a second season. It has literally exploded across the internet and pop culture and social media. So good job on Netflix. Um, even though they lost friends, they're definitely keeping themselves relevant. Our next cup of tea has to do with Maroon 5, Adam Levine. So they played a concert in Chile this past week, and people went nuts online. So on Twitter, people were bashing them, Chileans saying that they seemed that they were bored. It was a terrible performance, that everyone was really upset because this is something that they've been looking forward to. And you know what? Maroon 5 was like, yeah. We're sorry, guys. Adam Levine released a statement saying that he was dealing with some stuff before the performance. He tried to put it behind him, but that it really interfered um, with his stage presence. And he apologized and he promised to uh, be more professional in the future. And let me tell you, love the guy, hate the guy, love the band, hate the band. That's a big step for um, an artist to come out and say, you know what? You're right. I didn't perform how I should have. I let my, you know, personal issues kind of get in the way. And I'm sorry. And I know it's tough. I'm a teacher. So I know how hard it is to kind of like swallow, you know, things that you might be feeling, just be able to kind of put on a good show for people. So, you know, I, I'm not the biggest fan of Adam Levine, um, but I definitely uh, kind of empathize with him on this. So hopefully they do better next time. Our second to last cup of tea has to do with Hillary Duff. So as a lot of you may know, they were doing a reboot of her hit show, Lizzie McGuire, which I personally was a huge fan of growing up. Um, so they were doing this reboot on Disney Plus. Well, they shot two episodes 
And then it was put on the back burner. And the showrunner was fired, and Disney Plus said, oh, we want to go in a different direction. This wasn't really the vision that we had for it. Well, Hillary Duff released a statement this week. She posted it, and she was pleading with Disney Plus to let Lizzie McGuire, the reboot, move to Hulu. Because she said she wants to tell a real and honest story of Lizzie McGuire in her 30s. And I think Disney Plus was trying to kind of steer it more towards that family-friendly kind of, um, you know, structure when really— you know, it needs to be a little grittier. She's 30 now, okay? They want to, I'm guessing they want to show what a real 30-year-old's life is like. And I'm, you know, I'm 33, and I can tell you it's not always family-friendly, if you know what I mean, okay? So I guess we'll have to wait and see if, you know, Hulu is able. And they've done this with a couple of other shows, Love, Simon, which was a hit movie, is now being in, uh, made into a TV show. And it was originally supposed to be on Disney+, Plus, but they found that the content was too adult and it's been moved to Hulu. Um, so when it when it premieres, it's going to be on Hulu. And, you know, fingers crossed that they let uh, the Lizzie McGuire reboot go there too because I know a lot of people were really excited to see it. Our final cup of tea this week also has to do with Bachelor Nation, but this is a big one, guys. The next Bachelorette is being announced Monday morning, tomorrow, on Good Morning America. Word on the street, and by street, I mean Reality Steve, what's up, is that it is going to be Claire Crowley. Now, if you know anything about Bachelor Nation, this is a huge deal because Claire Crowley is 38. She will actually be 39 one week into filming. Now, some of you may say, well, okay, cool, she's 38, who cares? In Bachelor World, that's basically being a senior citizen. And there's a lot of people out there who are saying, oh, she's too old, that's going to be lame, everything. But then there's a lot more people, including myself, who are saying about time. Because this season of The Bachelor has been infuriating. These young 20-year-old girls are making a mockery of a franchise that a lot of us have, you know, loved for a really long time. And it really isn't about the romance anymore. It's about the drama. And and I think finally for once, if it really is Claire, I think finally our begs and pleads to the showrunners have been heard because people have been saying for months the show isn't fun to watch anymore. You know, event like personally, like I have it playing in the background while I grade papers. You know, I'm not invested anymore because I know that it's all a joke and that people are only going on to get Instagram famous. Now Listen, I'm the last person to complain about people being Instagram famous. I'd love to be Instagram famous. But if you're going on a TV show to supposedly find love, then make that your priority. You know, not the amount of followers you have or not the deals you're going to get with Revolve after you leave the show. Make it about the person, okay? So we will see tomorrow whether or not this comes true. Um, Claire was on Juan Pablo's season of The Bachelor. So this is years back now. And she, while the show was airing, you know, you saw Claire. She was, like, really, really into him. And she was, you know, very, like, kind of willing to, like, bend for him. And then finally, uh, right up at the end, she, you know, he finally kind of like, it was like the straw that broke the camel's back and he said something wrong and she flipped out on him. And it was a very like, you know, like, like empowering moment, you know, kind of gave females out there like a, 
yes, sister kind of moment. Um, and then we saw her most recently, a couple of years ago, they had the Winter Games, uh, the Bachelor Winter Games airing at the same time as the Olympic Winter Games. And um, she wound up getting engaged to a man named Benoit. But unfortunately, he's from Canada. She's from California. And neither were willing to compromise on where they lived. So that engagement, unfortunately, did not last. But if it is Claire, I'm excited. I'm excited to see older guys on there to see like what they're about. And I'm also excited to see the direction that the show goes in from there. Because if you're going with an older bachelorette and you have older contestants, that means that the next chain of events is going to feature an older cast. So personally, as someone who's no longer in my 20s, I'm excited to see what these people have going on, right? Like these are established people. Some of them have kids. Some have been married. A lot have been through heartbreak. You know, it's not 23 year olds saying, oh, I'm ready for love when all they've really experienced is like a college romance, you know? So I'm excited to see which way it goes. That's all for today. Those are your cups of tea. I hope that they were nice and hot and scalding and sweet and everything that you expected. Have a wonderful week ahead and I will see you next time.